What is going on, Hellspawn? Welcome back to another episode of Yo, What the Hell? What is a bi-weekly show where two friends get together each week and talk about things that they found interesting. Uh, hello again, my name is Bravo, and I'm joined, as always, by my stalwart co-host, I'm going to be Betty, and I feel like you should leave the long, awkward silence where I was blinking at you. Uh, that was there for we, an effect. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I figured we need to come up with a nice little uh, nickname for our listenership. And, uh, you know, Hellspawn or Hellheads, uh, <laughs> Hellhounds. I don't know. I mean, I'm just spitballing here. Oh no! Whatever you call a brood of platypus could work too. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You are our, our army of platypi, <laughs> dear listeners. Platypus strong. <laughs> Platypuses of the world unite. Seize the means of production. I was gonna say I don't know what kind of chains a platypus could have and what it could be chained to, but I'm sure there's something that could be chained there. You know, weird beavery tales. <laughs> they are chained to the idea that they are both beaver and duck. They need to break free. Fair enough. Okay, what is a group of platypus called? <laughs> I've had, I looked it up, so let's... There is no official collective noun, because this mammal is typically a solitary creature. Although, a group of platypus has been referred to as a paddle. What's up, paddleheads? <laughs> Love it. Paddleheads. Yeah, but uh yeah, anyway, we are uh we are we are back this week. And uh yeah, we got some more some more news about the Great White North uh being bad. Yeah, depression. <laughs> uh and talking about uh losing losing Betty White. But uh Let's uh, get into some catching up, bud. What's up with you? Um, you know, it was a really busy week. Um, we had, you know, between two holidays and New Year's Eve just happened. But at the warehouse, we did inventory. And so it was terrible. My week was terrible. Um, you know, we finished inventory on New Year's Eve. And now I'm just kind of waiting around to see if I screwed anything up. And we'll get written up or not for that. Because... Your boy worked in three fucking warehouses. So that's three times the chances of making a mistake. <laughs> I don't like those odds. I don't either. I feel like if you have to work in multiple in multiple places because something important is going on, you should also be an important person getting paid important monies. I am not an important person. <laughs> I'm a grunt and I like it. And damn it. <laughs> I don't need the responsibility of that. Nah, that is a lot of responsibility, dog. With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> the power to be a dick and be like, these numbers are wrong. Let me use a machine and show you that they're wrong. <laughs> exactly. Um, but what else? Um, you know. We had New Year's alone. Um, 
because of reasons and things I told you about that we're not going to talk too much into. And, yeah, so we've just been sitting around the house all weekend. Um, and the last week since I've been super, super busy, and now it's just like, uh, rest up, feel lost, less drained. I had to fix our toilet. That's kind of fun and awful and boring. That sounds both awful and not really fun. So not both, it, just singular. Yeah, yeah, but it, it was leaking and, like, some gaskets were bad. It was easy to fix. Like, toilets are surprisingly simple to fix. And, like, I always wonder... I don't know how bad it would have to be for me to need to call a plumber, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Ye- years of, like, living in rent houses where... I didn't want to deal with the fucking landlord because they were annoying. <laughs> Has just made it where I feel like I'm pretty good at fixing toilet problems unless it's something deep in the toilet. Exactly. Huh? Yeah, and it all seems pretty straightforward when you're just looking at it. Like, I I was looking Probably. at like an issue with with mine, and like I just watched a YouTube video, and I was like, oh, okay, that's what I need to do. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let me just call maintenance anyway, because I'm not fucking buying the part myself. I feel that. Well, I don't. We don't have. I am maintenance, so. <laughs> like we just had a leak, and I found the leak, and it was just a gasket. So I just changed all the gaskets on the toilet, and it was really simple. It just. Well, it was really easy. It was just annoying because my hands are really big, and I can't really fit in the area where the toilet is because toilets are always in awful places. That's true. Yeah. they generally are. Not not a good placement. But yeah, that's that's all I've done besides read. I read a lot. Um I finished I finished a book on Krampus, which was really fun. Um that was awesome. Yeah, I read that one for Christmas this year and I finished it, you know, New Year's Day. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Or, you know, a bit after min, midnight on New Year's because somebody, um La Basita fell asleep, you know, um an hour or so after the into the new year. So I just read. That's what you do on New Year's Day Eve. That is true. And so I finished that. I'm so close to being done with Haiti research. It's ridiculous. And then I have to start writing, or the main research part of it. Haiti is such a big topic. Holy crap. And what else have I read? Um. Oh, the third... Um. I've started the third, what's my called book? Um, Aragorn book. I was just about to say, was it, was it, was it Aragorn? Yep. Yep. Um, so that boy, I started that and that's, it's okay. Like I mean, the writing style is getting better. Uh, I've noticed that it definitely shows how once you told me that the guy wrote the first one at a very young age, you can definitely tell as the books progress that the writer is becoming much stronger of a writer. Um, so that's pretty good. Pretty fun. Pretty likable. Fuck yeah. And yeah, I think that's all I've done. I watched anime, of course, but that's just like, <sighs> I mean, that's bad. And watching Jeopardy are just things I'll do. Uh, both are good choices though. They are. They're usually pretty good choices. And better fun, more fun news. I'm sure you've done much better, like more interesting things in your life. So, what have you done this last? Uh, week? I've played a lot of Final Fantasy 14. 
uh, I somehow, so let me preface this by saying, uh, I don't think I was able to buy the game, but I bought it anyway because it's a live service game. So you have to pay subscriptions. Well, due to the popularity of the free trial, which I'm on, uh, they took the game off. You can't buy it anymore. And you can't buy subscriptions if you're a new player. And I, they took the game off the PlayStation Store. They don't advertise it anymore uh, due to server congestion. So I was able to buy it on the PlayStation app. And I can't do anything with it right now. I am just stuck waiting until further notice. Uh, hopefully we find out something in three weeks. But it's it's cool. I paid $60 for a game that I can't play, technically. But I am playing it, so it's kind of a weird uh, limbo. Huh. Yeah, yeah. That, that ain't right. Yeah, well, it's it's a good problem to have for your game. And I'm not faulting the creators of the game because global pandemic getting servers kind of a hard thing to do right now uh like they've tried so and it's just a whole shit show but you would think sony would be able to just make that happen because they're sony i mean they're they're this isn't like a small company yeah you would think but i'm not i'm faulting sony i'm not faulting the creators of final fantasy 14 and all the people involved in that Oh, yeah, it's definitely not the developer's fault. It's, why is it your parent company being like, oh, money, 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 money. Here, oh, problem solved. Exactly. And then, um, what else? Uh, so I've been doing that. Uh, I've been watching Polar Bear Cafe, which is a fantastic little fun anime. That looks delightful. Have you not seen it? No, I haven't. Um, I'm pretty sure our friend in Houston has seen it, and she really likes it. You or not like Houston, it. but... Um, San Antonio. You would enjoy it. Polar Bear is great. He makes dumb jokes. And I like it. And Panda's okay. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, I got my grades back, so that's that's dope. Uh, four A's and a B plus. Ooh. Solid. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. <laughs> um, yeah, just waiting to apply for grad school because that's a thing that i'm going to do oh boy are you ready for Um, that are you prepared no but i need to do it anyway i don't need to but it would theoretically be beneficial theoretically yeah i bought uh a dresser and some shelves so that's 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 fun oh that's nice Need to need to rearrange my room and get myself fully unpacked and not living out of boxes. Dude, I feel you there. We we are still so we got our house unpacked. Everything in the house is unpacked. We still have boxes in our garage. Like I've used the last two days and unloaded a few boxes from the garage and rearranged some shit in the garage, but it is still so much shit. Moving sucks. It Moving as an adult is just not fun. No, it's really not. It's it's stressful. It's not fun. Yep. I just feel like a fucking like angry cat when it happens too. Just like how cats are angry to move and they just want to go hide. I kind of just want to set the bed up and then just go, I don't know, 
lay in the bed or lay on the couch and read a book. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of cats, I am slowly making myself able to get a little meower. I am manifesting that for 2022. Uh, we don't. I don't. I don't need your hater hater energy. Not not you. That's the proverbial you. Uh, <laughs> just just I just want a little meower that I can name Haro or Sela or something else. This is fair enough. Having a wee little house friend. Yeah, and I love kitties, so. But yeah, that is that is about it, dog. Sounds solid. Like, sounds like a solid week. I mean, you you're you're abusing a system there, which is wonderful. That's pretty fun. It's a weird thing that I'm still perplexed that Sony just hasn't fixed this server problem. But yeah, we- there it's it's been a whole thing like. Oh, and that's not even counting the $14 I have to pay a month to even, like, be able to play the game after I buy the expansion. Because it's a live service game, so. Now, that's what kills me about those kind of games, like Final Fantasy, WoW, um, all the other old, like, subscription games. Like, you have to pay the subscription, and you have to buy the game. I mean, shit, man, just, like, that's a bit much. It's a bit nickel and diming. It is. But I don't know. It's fun, and I play it with the boys. So, which is fair. For those wondering, uh, I am a Lalafell, and we are small yet mighty. Uh, please don't refer to us as potatoes. It's uh, kind of discriminatory. That'll make no sense to you, Betty, but it's fine. I'm looking it up right now. Um, Lalafell. No, it's like a fucking hobbit elf. Yeah. I am a lady Lollafell. Oh, you're one of those people. Yes. I could have been a cat girl, bro. My first character was a cat girl. All right. So we got a few new segments before our main topic about how Canada is bad part two. Uh, We're going to first reflect on the passing of betty white because that was a few days ago at the times of this time of this recording yeah which it ah man again i told you like already that like i'm pretty neutral about it it's really it's sad because she seemed really cool but like also she got to be really old which is awesome (laughs) like good on betty white hopefully she had a nice calm like passing i don't know how it went down me neither i mean i didn't see the words covid on any news article so that's true that is true man yeah i don't know oh go ahead oh no go on i was gonna say i mean i was just gonna reiterate like as you said like 99 is it's a long life you know not many people make it to 99 like, and just to have the life that she did, like, and I, I'm not going to say that I was a huge Betty White fan. Like, she was great, and I know her, like, in the sense of how she's been memefied as of late on the internet, but I don't know. She's She seems like a good, good lady. Like, I got nothing against her. Yep. It's, it's sad. I mean, people really liked her, so... 
yeah, she brought a lot of joy, and um, there are definitely other really old women who I would have much rather have seen in the news for that. Um, you know, some of them may or may not be British women. <laughs> and Which makes it, do you think the Queen's dead? Because I think the Queen's dead. I think she's uh, dead. Yeah, from what you told me, I, I am inclined to believe that, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the British just don't, I think the people in the know just don't want to fuck up the economy, they didn't want to fuck up the economy during Christmas. Because <laughs> part of me thinks the Queen just like, I don't know, either got COVID or just was just fucking old. And just took a nap and was like, was just fucking old, man. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that, like, and especially with the shit going on with Prince Andrew, too. Oh, yeah, I forget about him and how, what's her name, that monster got, like, the book thrown at her. Yeah, she, she got, she's guilty, but she hasn't been sentenced yet. Okay, they haven't, cool, so I don't, I didn't know all the detail, I just know that it was going oddly well, and she hasn't ended up suiciding herself, which is... Yeah, yeah, because I, I don't believe that either. A second. Yeah, no, exactly. And, I mean, obviously the damage to those those women and girls can't be undone, but hopefully there's some sense of uh, 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 justice and some freedom. I mean, it's just terrible what they did to them. And I mean, I, good fucking riddance, frankly. Man, God, that whole, like, case, like, killed me, too, that... Like, this lady, I guess the defense tried to paint her as a victim for towards from Epstein and whatnot, but I really wish people would just accept that women, too, can be sexual monsters. And you have to accept that. It's usually men, yes, but there can definitely be exceptions to the rule. Oh, definitely. And there's no doubt in my mind that that woman from Aldi Court filings that came out and media information that came out is definitely on the monster category. Oh, like, yeah. I don't know what she is on the, on, you know, the Frankenstein scale, but I mean, she's probably at least in a good old F3. <laughs> oh yeah. Easily. I, I fully agree. But yeah, no, um, Betty White, it's uh pretty sad. Like, I mean, I haven't seen the golden girls, but apparently it's a really well-liked show, so that is it's sad. Funny. Like, it's a pretty funny sitcom. Not, especially as the older I get, the more and more I get leery of sitcoms, but, like, pretty funny thing. Not going to go out of my to watch it, but that's just, I don't go out of my way to watch things I know I'll love, so. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Uh, but yeah, rest in peace, Betty White. Uh, you know, Zach Fox was right when he said, you know, that line. Shout out, Betty White. I know she ain't dead yet, but for when it's coming up. <gasps> True words, sir. Uh, it's all his fault. But uh, yeah, now we're going to move into our next little news story, and it's about the great state of Oklahoma. Uh, and boy oh boy 
Yeah, I figured this was good too. We've been we've been really mean, like you know, last week, and then we're gonna be mean this week about focusing on bad things in Canada because they're, um, you know, people need they're bad things that people should know about. But this is also a bad dumb thing that people should know about. So you know, Oklahoma, as you and I both know, and some of the people listening to us probably know, we're very good at at producing and putting out really stupid laws. I mean, just really, you know, weird and dumb ones. We have a knack for it. It's a, Think of it as a Southern Plains specialty. And this one's pretty brilliant and beautiful. Apparently, our state senator, Rob Stanridge, who is from a tiny area near, it looks like it's east of Tulsa on the map. Mm. And boy, howdy. Is also look like it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Well, that sounds proposed, about right. Yep, legislation that would enable parents to challenge any book in a public school and setting a $10,000 bounty to be collected by the parents for each day a challenged book remains on the library shelf. Oh, so it's <laughs> Texas's law, but for books. Yes, yes, it's Texas's crazy abortion law, but for books. This is tied to a second piece of legislation that I believe he also proposed that prohibits public universities from requiring students to enroll in courses addressing gender, sexual, or racial diversity, or equality. (laughs) That's just, that's just fucked. I mean, as someone who was forced to take a class involving that, uh, everyone should take humanities courses. It makes you a better person. That's why all the business students are fucking sociopaths and psychopaths. Like, they don't have to take those classes. God, yeah, those kids are terrible. Like, uh, did you deal with them a lot at university? No. Okay, no. so, at OU, the best bathrooms to take a shit in on OU campus are in their school. Their school has the cleanest, nicest bathrooms for some god-awful reason that I will never understand. Probably because nobody wants to go deal with those people. But Probably. I can't process dairy, so I had to learn where all the good bathrooms are, sir. (laughs) Because dairy's in everything. Yeah. Going to their restrooms and hearing those kids talk to each other is the most painful sociopathic things of just like, how are you here? Why are you in upper education? How are you passing your classes, child? How many brain cells do you have left working? (laughs) Yeah, like, and as something that I've noticed, like, there's a lot of stupid people at college. And it's just, it blows my mind. It's like, how did you get in here? Uh, Well, we were all told to go, and then... You know, a sizable chunk of Americans just have a lot of money. <laughs> and mom and dad just sent them because they were told to go. That's true. But yeah, no. All I got to have that degree. Exactly. And there's just something, I know this is overused, but there's something very fascist about banning books. And not to be hyperbolic, but it's one step away from burning them, which... 
so one of these schools will do it. One of these school districts. Yeah. Oh, probably. It's. But like, what kills me too is I don't see how they feel like back going to the book ban and how that's going to end well for anyone. Like, I really like. Won't eventually someone just like tell them to ban the Bible? <laughs> And then really piss off some some teach some parents after some parents get like I don't know Harry Potter removed. I mean, yeah, uh, nothing J.K. Rowling right should be in any public sphere. Find a new fandom. We are firmly anti-rolling. We're anti-rolling podcast. Yeah, that's a that's a sad topic. That's that's like a that's a weird woman. You know what hit me yeah. too with that and that whole series is she put werewolfism and werewolves in her series to be an allegory for the HIV crisis. Like, but yeah, that makes a whole lot more sense now. Yeah, she put it in there, but I don't think there are any gay characters in that whole series. I mean, she said Dumbledore was gay after the fact. But after the fa- okay, fine. Give me one more. I can't, dog. Yeah, which which doesn't make any sense. Like that doesn't make any statistical sense. Okay, it's supposed to be like the eighties or nineties. I'm sure there must have been enough, like gay or like, you know, gay and lesbians running around even openly or semi openly. But you're not you're telling me that not one of this weird magical group none of these children were, you know, a little different in their britches. Exactly. But yeah, no, um banning books is bad. Uh that should not happen. Uh except for the Harry Potter books. Those <laughs> should be banned. So you wanna ban well see that's you'd be perfect. You'd be you would be the perfect challenging parent. Go get Harry Potter fan. Go get the Bible fan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, isn't there like sexual assault in the Bible? Like Totally. That shit's not good. That should there's be taught. A, there's a whole story where a a mob of people are going to go try and I guess rape an angel. And, like, take him to, like, you know, fornicate with the angel because he was so pretty or immaculate. And this man offers his daughter up instead of the angel. He's like, oh, don't take the angel, the messenger of God. Take my daughter instead. Uh, Christ. Uh, Yeah. This is a wonderful book to live your life by. (laughs) Yeah. So it says here in the article that uh, parents believing a book that violates the bill may demand school officials remove it within 30 days. Uh, If it is not removed during this time, the school employee tasked with getting rid of it will be terminated. Uh, So that's pretty fucked up. Subject to due process and prohibited from working at another school for at least two years. What the fuck? Well, that's just a pretty good way to get rid of people they don't want and then to cycle in like right-wing people into schools it's kind of like their same push right now to go um run for school boards yep 
which is really insidious. That's like one of the worst things I think trends for Republicans or conservatives in America right now is their weird hard on for getting on school boards. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, the like, second- there's literally like alt right chuds running for school boards, like openly fash people running for school board. Yeah, which I mean, I just want like I don't know. I think the second hand should be done though too. That and that's gonna be the case. Like more people who are like you know anarchists or communists should go run for things, and then just like I don't know, just never bring up the police, (laughs) and you should be hunky dory, and you might be able to win. Yeah, but you know, if someone tried to run as an out and out open like socialist or communist here, like oh, you'd be getting like death threats. Oh, yeah, but, like, I don't know, man. That's also why I think it was a mistake that liberals adapted in the 60s, like, disarming themselves. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't so, be getting like, death threats all the time if every other socialist or communist had, or anarchist, openly, like, had a gun on them and, like, conservatives knew it. They would not be so bold and, like, these conservatives are often, they're like pussies. <laughs> like, these, yeah. these are the kids who, like, get mad and then cry that hey, they're gonna go sue you in school. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's it, it it's funny because Oklahoma used to have a socialist governor, so yeah. Uh. But yeah, no, uh, this bill's bad. Uh, Stan Stanridge, you suck, bro. Um, so so much for small government trying to tell people what the fuck they can and can't read like oh buddy oh god i know what a piece of shit what a weird shithead like jesus if you don't want your kid reading it just tell your kid not to fucking read it it's like pretty easy like i couldn't watch south park as a kid couldn't watch south park wasn't allowed to watch it so that's all it takes yeah, look how you turned out. You have a well, podcast I, now. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, look how I turned out. I watched South Park last week. So, If you had been able to watch South Park, maybe you wouldn't have started a podcast. Is that Or hell, maybe I would have got my degree years earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think that's it for at least that that little bit of news. Uh, we, we meandered our way through that. Uh, yeah. You got any, got any predictions for the new year? Man, I've been thinking about this a lot, and I have a really terrible sinking feeling that we're going to have a replay of the Supreme Court under Obama, and we're going to have a dead Supreme Court justice and not be able to put someone on the bench because of reasons and procedures and and I don't want to-isms. No, I agree. That's a big and if, take this year. <laughs> it's probably going to be fucking Briar. Like, absolutely. These fucking ancient skeletons. Everyone wants him to retire, and he's just doing the selfish fucking RBG thing where he's like, no, I'm good. I hate that lady. Like, everyone really loves, like, RBG. But I do not like Ruth Bader Ginsburg at all. Um, one, she often cited against, like, tribes and their interests in court cases like she's really notorious like tribes had a better chance usually of getting one of the conservatives to side with them 
in Supreme Court cases than they would her. Um, so that's just a personal gripe I have against that lady. And two, it's it just seems so selfish that she just didn't step down after having cancer one time. Like, you have cancer one time, you should have probably been like, I'm good, dog. I'm out. Yeah, no, I agree. And it, it's it's extremely selfish. And, like, it's just like political grandstanding almost. And it's just like, look at me. I'm so important. Oh, my God. Everything hinges on whether or not I live or die. Gosh. And she died. And yeah. Trump got to pick a replacement. And now we might not have Roe vs. Wade anymore. So. And that's yeah. really all that lady. That's all her fault. Like She could have stepped down when Barack Obama had it. And what I think they like asked her to step down in like 14 or something or right after the second term. Like, when they won so. against Romney, and she just had no part of it. Like, man, you could have stepped down, hung out at home, hung out with your family, your friends, not been busy all the time. Yeah. No. no, it's it's not great. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think the U.S. politics is headed really down a really dark path. Um, I legitimately don't think we'll have a country in 10 years. Okay. Um, just with the way that the right wing accelerationism is going, like <coughs> it's it's not great. I just I mean I'm pessimistic as all hell, so I would gladly be wrong. I would love to be wrong, but I just don't see especially if the Republicans take back the House and the Senate or the House, I don't know if we'll take the Senate, but we're sliding into fascism and authoritarianism, man. It's not cool. Yeah, I I think about that a lot. Like they're they really do feel like Weimar Democrats are at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and being Jewish, like, oh, buddy, it's not fun. Oh yeah, yeah, no. All right, on the bright side, I'll go to the camp with you right away. So. Thanks, dog. We'll right, we're both going on the same trip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we won't be separated for long. It's going to be straight there, straight to the chambers. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, cause the second I tell them, oh, yeah, the only good fascist is a dead one. <laughs> they're like, oh, buddy. Shout yeah. out. To- <laughs> Oh, shout out to my boy Joseph Stalin for killing so many of you. I mean, I like him all the time, but when I do like him, it's for a damn good reason. You know, really just, my favorite musician is just Woody Guthrie. And only Woody Guthrie. Just on repeat. I'm not going to lie, like, Woody Guthrie legitimately has bangers. Right. Oh yeah, but like other times Woody Guthrie's boring as shit. He has the whole he has the Bob Dylan problem, <laughs> where it's like, oh, this is really fun, and then like, holy shit, can you stop masturbating this song for the next five minutes, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no, uh, U.S. politics is fucked. Uh, the pandemic's fucked. Uh, everything kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of does. And are you really? Would have, I really thought we were going to get like some sort of form of healthcare from this 
No. The smallest. Like, man, no. we had such a low bar for our president. And our president, like, limboed under my extremely low bar. It's essentially the episode of Futurama where Hermes Conrad just, yeah. like, goes vertical underneath the bar. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, um, it's impressive that Joe Biden can can do that at his age like yeah it is i mean jesus who would have thought they would have you know been this interesting oh and something else that's just dumb is the let's go brandon bullshit do you know how easy it is to say fuck joe biden oh i do it every day literally every day yeah like fuck joe biden oh my god so scandalous they're so weird man like Conservatives do all this shit, but like, and talk about all this shit about being rude and not being, and people are too rude and gross and say awful things, but yet they make up some fake weird bullshit way to say fuck Joe Biden. Or they used to have those, remember those, their weird fuck your feelings like shit when Trump first Yeah. yeah. Or how they like made grab him by the pussy a slogan they liked. It's like, what's wrong with you weird, disgusting assholes? Yeah. No, it's, um, it's all just projection and small pee-pee energy. I hope so. I, I always hope so many of them just have tiny penises. Like, tiny penises and they have unfulfilled wives. Because fuck all of those dudes. Yeah. They're all, they're all bad. But, uh, you know what else is terrifying? Uh... Missing, murdered indigenous women in Canada. That's right. We're talking about how Canada sucks again, as previously mentioned. You know, trying to segue into that topic made me feel really weird. I should have done it with more respect than it deserved. Uh, But, yeah, we're talking about shit that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's not a good topic, but I've read a lot about it. Um, It's an interesting topic. It's a really interesting topic, and more people need to be made aware of it because the governments aren't very good at dealing with it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. And like, uh, I became aware of this in like 2019 because of a guest speaker that came to my community college talking about how she was from South Dakota and like, this is just rampant in South Dakota. Like women just go missing so it's both a U.S. and a United States problem. It's totally a U.S. And, that, and that's one of the reasons, another reason I wanted to talk about it, because this is a problem that we both share with a very, like, every minority is obviously important, but this is a very, like, unique minority that has a very awful problem that I think is only, like, worse in regards to trans black women. Mm-hmm. That is another like minority in America in the America that just get abused horribly by the society around them. Yep. But well, I'm trying to find the, let me find the data real quick for the Americas. I, Cause I saw earlier, like th- this problem is so bad that in Canada, they are describing it as a, as part of a genocide problem that mm-hmm. enough first nations, women are just going missing for whatever that means, too, going missing. That could just mean that, you know, some of these gals decided to fuck off and move to Vancouver or move to Seattle. 
Or that could mean something terrible, whether that's murder or sex trafficking or just, like, heavy drug abuse. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just so we're going to take one year because I found at least the data for one year in one of these things where it shows that in the U.S. that there were 5,712 missing indigenous women and girls in 2016. Jesus Christ. The U.S. So that 5,712 indigenous Americans are, I want to say like 1% of the country. It's literally like 8% or less than, it might be like 0.9 or 0.8, like almost a percent. But they're not much. So if they're 1%, let's, hype, let's go with 1%. That means they are, oh, about 30 million people. So that's being generous. Yeah. And of that 30 million, that hypothetical number, in one year, if 5,712 people went missing out of 30 million in one year, that is kind of a, I think, kind of a big problem because that, that's a bigger number than that just go missing. <laughs> no, agreed. It's just, it's a huge problem and it just speaks to, I mean, as you said, like, just the, just inequalities that minority groups face here in, in supposedly, you know, free and prosperous countries. Like we're, we're, we're deluding, we're deluding ourselves if we think that that's true. Absolutely. Cause I've read a lot from these things and Canada does a lot of good reporting. Like the government doesn't do, you know, the government does what governments do, what Western governments do, but they're journalists do a lot of really good reporting on this subject. Yep. Yep. I and, know I sent you a podcast about that. Yep. Through podcasting, through fucking um, people just doing articles and writing books. Journalists are on top of this for the last like five years on helping these people like bring this problem to a wider audience. Mm-hmm. And Part of the pro- like big problem seems to be that like not only is the government not doing anything, the fed- but like the local governments aren't doing enough. And these things are happening in areas where they're just big, desolate areas. Because you got to think like a lot of tribes are based in, and indigenous people live in places like, like not even like Oklahoma, because Oklahoma, we're, that, you're looking at a, a state that is like average or fairly average population-wise, which people don't seem to ever remember. Mm-hmm. But places like like South Dakota or fucking Alberta, there's like one or two big cities in Alberta, like, and then hundreds of miles of fuck all. And Canada's big. Like, it's the second biggest country in the world. Like, we're the fourth, I think, biggest country in the world. Yeah, it's like China, Russia, Canada, us. Yeah, it's something like that. I'm, I think it goes like Russia, Canada. Um, China actually, I think, is like a bit smaller than us because I think Alaska makes it bigger than China. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, God, we might, it might be Brazil and then us. Or, they, or maybe it's the other way around where it's China, then us, then Brazil. 
but digressing. Canada's huge. And so when these folks go, go missing, like, you can just end up anywhere. Exactly. And it speaks to, like, the system systemic inequality that, like, there's there's a chunk of women that are just, like, sex workers because they have no other way to make money because the system is so stacked against them that this is the only way that they can find, you know, reliable work. And, well, guess who does it? Guess who? The police don't care. Fuck that. They don't, they don't care. Oh, no. And, it's, you know, a lot of times those dudes, they're like, um, they're abusing that system. <laughs> yep. It's like, oh, hey, I'll look the other way for what you did if you give me, give me 50 bucks or if you go with me behind and back to my squad car and do whatever weird favor I want. I mean, you know, so many of those guys, I mean, you guys are just abusing the situation of a, you know, not quite legal business venture. Yeah. I mean, and even here in the U S uh, indigenous women, they're, more than twice as likely to experience violence than any other demographic like it's as we said like this is a u.s and canada problem it's it's i mean it's a world problem with how they treat their indigenous people like australia's fucked we're fucked canada's fucked like jesus Yep, yep, and I, fuck, I know it's it's bad in Mexico, too. I don't remember all the data on, I haven't looked up any of the data for that, but I'm just recalling from um, wonderful university about reading about, you know, indigenous problems in Mexico, and they're very similar. <laughs> no, I believe it. I mean, it, it's just a weird thing that Western societies are really unfortunately good at doing to <laughs> indigenous societies yeah no and it's something that, that has been coming up and like as of late and, and uh, same thing with like the residential schools but more more like white people like we need to talk about this and be aware and helping you can help any way that you can like just don't be a silent white person it's not great that your silence is complicity that's a, that's the perfect way to put it because it really by not discussing even remotely like talking about it like it's it's just bad and you're just hurting every like <laughs> everyone involved in it because i don't know man it's just like people shouldn't have to go around knowing that their sister or like daughter or you know cousin will just one day fucking end up missing or <laughs> end up i don't know in a lake or a river or in some sort of weird like sex trafficking bust that's not that's not a great thing to put on people exactly it's generational trauma Absolutely, which I don't know what else we can expect from uh, people who, you know, we spent hundreds of years trying to get rid of as a society and then 
all of a sudden decide that, oh, we don't want to get rid of them, but we don't really want to do anything for them. Why do they have so many problems? I know. And it's just like, shocked Pikachu face, oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's really depressing. Man, we have a knack of doing depressing topics. I know, but depressing topics are are good reads. They're interesting, and that's the problem. They're interesting, and more people should know about depressing topics, and I think that's why you and I both find them, because it's like, holy shit, I just read two hours about this depressing topic. Why don't more people know about this depressing topic? Why don't I know more about this depressing topic? Exactly. Let me read more about the depressing topic. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, I mean, as as we said, like more people need need to know about this. Like, this is an ongoing issue. This isn't something that's just like appeared out of thin air. Like, yeah, it's gotten traction as of late, but this is an issue that people have been dealing with for decades. Frankly, absolutely. Like, it's so bad. There's like a whole God. There's like a whole region in Canada refer, referred to as the. Yeah, the Highway of Tears. Like, how long has this been going on for there? Since the 70s. Okay. It's it's a highway, Highway 16, between Prince George and Prince Rupert in British Columbia, which since the 1970s has been a... It has a disproportionate number of missing indigenous women that have happened from this area. It looks like over 80 or 90 different women over 50 years have just disappeared off of this one fucking desolate highway. And it is in the middle of nowhere. Like, you got British Columbia's way out west. Um, This is north of Vancouver. I don't know any of these towns that this highway goes through. Prince George, Vanderhoof, Burns Lake, Terrace, Smithers. <laughs> like, none of those are particularly bustling metropolis. Yeah, no, agreed. It's... Uh, it's super fucked. It is. And who who knows why it's happening, like, I mean, part of it literally is society, but society just being, you know, choosing to ignore this problem. But, like, I don't know, others, gosh, could, it's probably a lot of trafficking. I wouldn't be surprised if some of it is, like, little legitimate serial killers, like men like, like Robert, do you know who Robert Pickton is? I don't. I don't. So, Robert Pickton operated out of Vancouver, I think during the 90s and early 2000s. And he was a man who preyed in, upon sex workers and murdered them. And then through lots of different people who enabled him, essentially, he would dispose of these women through a family-owned pig farm. Oh, yeah, he sounds familiar now, yeah. 
And he's also, like many of these serial killers, they're like spineless pieces of shit. And they won't necessarily discuss all the things they did. And they'll act like, oh, woe is me. Or, or oh, geez, I did it because of this weird reason. And I'm not going to fess up to everything I did. So, you know, you don't know how many people he took. But he at least, I want to say Robert Pickton at least killed like 40 or 50 women. Like, in that part of Canada. Let me find that man's statistics. It's bad. 49 is what he confessed to. And he was apprehended in, two, in February of 2002. But, one of the weird things about Canada is it has a population of like 30 million people. So, a little bit more than... Texas, but it has mm-hmm. an abnormally high rate of producing serial killers and like spree killers, like an abnormally high rate. Like, yeah, I think there was that fella in Toronto who just last year got caught. He was um, a landscaper and he was going into the gay village and he'd been doing it for like a decade or two, going and just picking up dudes and murdering them. Oh, damn. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's it was like he killed like seven or eight people. They found and apparently was hiding their like these men after he would just, you know do whatever disgusting things he did with them. He would just dispose of their bodies at like landscaping jobs, like you know a foot Jesus. here or like there. Oh yeah, buddy. Like, but Canada has like a freakishly high amount of dudes like this. Like they have that guy. Like, just off my head, I mean, there's Robert Pickton, who is just a fascinating piece of shit. Um, there's the, no, no, the guy who hunted women was uh, in Alaska. Um, yeah. But there was the fella who, oh, he, what, where was he in? The Scarborough, the Scarborough rapist guy. Um, I forget what that guy's name is. But digressing, something about Canada produces a lot of these weird, like, nut nutters that go around and kill people. Mm-hmm. And it's probably something to do with just, like, why people are so depressed in places like Vancouver and Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, that probably uh, doesn't help or some, matters. Or the lead poisoning theory. Have you ever heard the lead theory and lead poisoning theory about violence? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have. About how everything before 1980 is more violent in North America. Because before 1980, we had lead in everything. Exactly. And and then after 1980, we start taking lead out. And crime starts to plummet. Crime starts to plummet. Violent murders start to plummet across America um, and Canada, too. All these, like... Bad thing. Now it also correlates though with abortion, so it's an interesting thing. I, I kind of oh. think it's kind of both of it that you don't have as many people running around who are unwanted, like children, because mm-hmm. that can't be good if you're like an unwanted burden of a child, and it can't be good if you have too much lead in your fucking system and it makes you more aggressive and angry. Exactly, it's just compounding on itself. But yeah, it's just 
God, interesting and depressing. There's something else I wanted to touch on. Oh, yeah, that's right. So before we go, I want to shame the Republicans one more time. <laughs> Good. So I, feel like, I feel like it's just important that people know what they did. I mean, it's a, it's a little, like, simple thing, but where is it? So it's important to know that the Violence Against Women's Act, which would have, you know, it, it puts money towards investigations and prosecution of violent crimes against women. So it's, it puts extra money out there for, into our justice system, which would normally not get used for stuff like this, for specialized counselors and testing rape kits, which is super fucking important and why there are places where there are backlogs of rape kits that are more than a week just blow my mind. A rape kit should only be there for a week at the most. And that's like, oh, there's one place we send it to in the state. They're a bit booked. We'll send it next week. Exactly. But this act was reauthorized in 2013. It was originally, I think, put up under Clinton. I don't know what year. Um, 94. And in 2013, when they reauthorized it, it gave tribes jurisdiction to investigate and prosecute felony domestic violent offenses involving both natives and non-natives, which is what's important. They could go and prosecute non-natives, which, from my understanding of American law, that is a rarity. Usually, they can't fuck with non-natives unless there's like certain parameters that are met and yada 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 it's really confusing it makes law really confusing in the states but this was yeah this was re-came back up in 2019 it was passed as a reauthorization by the House of Representatives by a vote of 263 yeas and 158 nays. 158 noes. Don't want to, didn't want to pass in the House a violence against women bill. What the fuck? But more depressing, this never passed again. It was never reauthorized because it died in the Senate. The Republican-held Senate never brought this up and repassed a law that is essentially made to help police organizations do their job better for a huge segment of the population. Like you actually, the largest segment of the population. Women are the largest segment when you break down the population. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's... Uh, I mean, nothing says family values and being pro-life like denying that. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way it's a great idea to go throw more money at testing rape kits or having investigators who are specifically meant to go help with, you know, violent domestic trauma. Exactly. Like... Good fucking God. 
Uh, yeah, I think um, we should just shout out some helpful groups like the National Women's Association of Canada. Um, they do a lot of good up there about helping like, women get back on their feet and do a lot of things with charity and keeping their cultures together. I think that these groups are highly important for non-governmental <laughs> sectors, especially when filling in the gaps of what the government doesn't do. And on the flip side, America side, we have a, what I find to be an important group or two of them that folks could or should check out it would be the missing, what is it? The missing and, where's their acronym? Shit. The missing murdered indigenous women of the United States. Thank you. I did not want to say that wrong because I feel like a real asshole. It's all good, dog. And then the other one is the White Buffalo Calf Women's Society. And, uh, yeah, one is based in South Dakota. That's the White Buffalo Calf Calf Women's Society. And uh, it appears that MMI USA uh, is based out of Oregon, I think. At least they're they're affiliated with another group that is based in Oregon, so... They're all doing really good things, and it's a shame that we have to live in a society where we, that there have to be organizations like this, but it's good that they're there. Agreed. And it's, this shouldn't be an issue, like, this, this type of, like, how do I put this? This shouldn't have to exist. We should have a society that is equitable and treats everyone fairly irregardless of stuff but we don't uh so that being said this is a good thing to exist if the circumstances are extremely grim and horrible they're they're doing good work absolutely there's literally nothing bad i can say about you know groups such as this and natives helping them each other and themselves <laughs> exactly and uh, as we have parroted throughout this just everyone needs to be more cognizant of this like this is an ongoing thing yeah and if you really like feel like you want to look more into it there's a lot of really good like is that journalism from canada and the, the cbc um they put out a lot of pods they put out a lot of like basically books of articles <laughs> You don't even have to look very hard. The Canadians are on top of this. Or they're getting to be on top of this. Not so much the government. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But I think that's going to be about all for us. Yeah. No, that was... uh... That was a depressing but good episode. I mean, it, 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 it had to have been done. But uh, as always, uh, I've been Bravo. Uh, you can find me at, at NotBravoDelta. You can find the show on Twitter at YoWhatTheHellPD. Uh, you can email us. Please email us. Uh, give us some feedback. The only emails we get are from YouTube TV, which I don't know why it's associated with this account, uh, and spam. 
but you can email us at yo what the hell pod at gmail.com. Uh, and I want to give a special shout out to Toasty Producer. Uh, as always, with us in spirit, uh, he's not dead. He's just away. Uh, he might come back on and be a guest. He he was open to the idea. Uh, and then I would also like to shout out Singe Wavern for our dope platypus logo. And I've been joined, as always, by... I've been Betty. It's been fun being Betty. I enjoy this, this skin suit of Betty. <laughs> <laughs> And um, we've been broadcasting from unceded lands, but that once belonged to the Osage, Kiowa, Wichita, Quapaw, and Kickapoo. Um, we're out of Norman, Oklahoma, and you can find me at Whiskey is a Devil at Twitter. And that's all I've got. Fuck yeah. We will be back. Whenever we're back. <laughs> Whenever we're back. Uh, with hopefully not a depressing topic, but probably. But as always, yeah. as always, my fellow platypi, my 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 paddle heads, uh, <laughs> Viacondios, go with God. Oh, ciao, you beautiful paddled fox. <laughs>